Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In this beautiful Monday morning, we are going to rejoice. Yes. We are making a what? A quality, quality decision. decision to rejoice mm -hmm. in the day that the Lord has made. Listen, make your day, family. The devil didn't make this day. The Lord made this, this day. day. And since we know the Lord made this mm -hmm. day, we have a right. Like I say, we have a blood-bought right. I have a blood-bought right. right. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanse me from my guilty conscience, cleanse me from dead work yeah. unto life. Yes. <laughs> so I can rejoice. Okay, and okay. he has a purpose for this day. There's yeah. a great purpose to be found in this day. Yes. All this month, Pastor Beckford is teaching seeing the future with faith and not fear. So we want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Church Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard. That was 1010 Dixon Boulevard in Cocoa, Florida, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., Celebration Tabernacle Church, where Pastor Beckford is going to be teaching all this month, seeing the future with faith and not, not fear. fear. Fear is all around us. Mm -hmm. Fear, what? It's all, all around, around us. us. And I like the way you gave the definition of the word fear when you first opened the series. Fear is an unpleasant emotion, emotion. caused by the belief that something is dangerous or going to cause pain. Yes. Let me read it one more time. Yes, come on. Fear, an unpleasant emotion, emotion. caused by the belief that something, something is dangerous or going to cause pain. So as soon as I heard that word emotion, yes. I knew that fear is not something that God has given us. Right. Anytime we're ruled by our emotions, we are taking a chance. <laughs> we have to be ruled by the foundation of God's word. Because we go by the word mm -hmm. of God, mm -hmm. which is true. Truth, and it's not emotion. It's not emotion. The word of God is fact. fact. <laughs> it doesn't change. doesn't matter what you feel like. The right. word of God remains the same. It is unchanging. Because the truth mm -hmm. overrides my emotion. Because mm -hmm. our feelings are fickle. Yes. They change. One minute we're happy, one minute we're mad. One minute we're laughing, one minute we're crying. Our feelings are fickle, so we cannot allow our feelings to guide us. We must be guided by the Spirit of God, by the Word of God. Yes. And God's Word is ever mm -hmm. Lasting. Mm -hmm. Now, here, here, why I trust the word of God because God's word is what everlasting. Mm -hmm. It doesn't change. Uh, heaven and earth will pass away, but now one of God's word will go. We just pass away. That means it was good yesterday, and it's not good today. The, every word of God is good. Mm -hmm and sound yes. and it is good yesterday mm -hmm. it is good today and it will be good forever, forever. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to start off okay. in second timothy chapter one and we've been focusing on verse seven but today we're going to go back into verse six we'll read from six 
to 9. So we're in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 6 to 9. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit, spirit. of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. So this epistle, this book, it was written from a person to a person. So these are letters, epistle, where epistle means a long letter with a, with, a pers with a purpose, with a message. So Paul is writing this to Timothy. So Paul is in a place, he's distant from him, and he's in a place of imprisonment during the time, and he's reminding Timothy. He says, hey, stir up the gift of God, which is in you, through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So we could infer that there was something going on in that time. So Paul's sending him a reminder. He says, stir it up, the gift that's in you. Stir it up. In this time, the gifts that are in us, God is calling us to stir them up. He said, it was given to you through the laying on of my hands, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. We have to operate in the power of the testimony, in the power of the word. Fear comes to try to make us ashamed, try to cast us in the shadow instead of being in the full presence of everything that God has sent us in the earth to do. So he's saying, share with me in the suffering for the gospel according to the power of God. He's like, it's all good because nothing can move us. We're doing what God called us to do. So in that, nothing can move us because we don't go by what it looks like. We don't go by the emotion of fear. We go by what the word of God said. They're moving in their gifts. Even though the circumstances may have looked contrary, they're still moving. He's encouraging them to continue to move in the gifting. So that's for somebody this morning. Continue to move in the gifting. Don't go by what it looks like. When the spirit of fear, the emotional spirit of fear comes and tries to hit you, try to knock you out of your assignment, don't go by what it feels like. Yes. Go by the word. Mm -hmm. Here on Make Your Day Count, we make a lot of emphasis, mm -hmm. and I emphasize that it is the word. Mm -hmm. And the word of God becomes flesh. The word is a word that changes us. Nothing else, nothing spooky. Believe the word, act the word. You become the word. Yeah, behave the word. Behave the word of God. Read the word and behave it. <laughs> act out the word. You become the word. Mary says to the angel, when, he, when the angel gave Mary the message, that she found what? favor with God among all the virgin. She was chosen. 
and she would bring forth the son of the most high God, the living God, the God of the Jews, that Mary, you are going, you are the chosen one that he's going to use to dispatch his son into the earth realm. Mary, when it happened, Mary said, be it unto me as you have spoken. And she behaved the word. Mm -hmm. She started. Mm -hmm. And it happened. Yeah, and that ties in right here in verse 9, where it says, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling. So yes. just as Mary had that calling, each and every one of us have a holy calling, calling. Not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. So we've already been graced for the assignment. We've already been called. We've been sent with a purpose. It's not something that we earn. You've already been given your purpose before you were formed in your mother's womb. The purpose, the vision for your life, it was already written. And now we're to bring it into manifestation. It's not something that we've earned. It's something that we have already been given. God has already assigned the purpose. He has created you with everything that you need to be able to bring forth the purpose. And then he's given us the grace to be able to do it. Do it. The grace to do it. Through Jesus Christ before time began. Yes. You already given the grace, just like um, in Genesis when Noah was named, he, that he had a specific assignment that he was to break the curse from the earth. And he, God gave him grace to do it. He found grace and Noah found grace in the eyes of God. He found the grace to fulfill the call. He found the grace to do the purpose. So there's grace for that. We can't go by our works. We can't go by um, past experiences. We must operate in what God is doing now. His purpose. You are not disqualified. We have to believe that. We must confess that over our life that we are not disqualified. God has already pre-qualified us. And we know that when we get a pre-qualification letter or we get a pre-approval for something that we're applying for, we know that that then gives us the confidence to take the next step. When we get that pre-approval letter, you know, oh, we're pre-approved. I, yes. I could get this much money. I could get a mortgage for this. Then we start taking the steps Okay, now let me go look at a house. Okay, let me, let me find out what I need to do. We start taking the steps. Why? Because we have confidence in the pre-approval letter. Well, what about God? He has already pre-approved us. us. He has That's already good. marked you. That's You're already pre-approved. So if you've been pre-approved, now it's time to do something. Take the step. Take the steps to obtain it. Just because you pre-qualify for a mortgage does not mean that you're a homeowner. You have to go through the process. You have to seek the house that is right for you. And then you have to do the paperwork and the things you need to do to be able to finalize the, de the deal to secure the deed. So such it is with God. You're already pre-qualified. Hallelujah. I am. He, he told uh, Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. He told Jeremiah. He said, Jeremiah, before mm -hmm. you were form in your mother's womb. I know you. I know you. I know you. Mm -hmm. And I pre what? Approve mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. I have what? Ordained mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. to be a prophet to the nation. Mm -hmm. They said, I sanctified you. I sanctified you. I set you apart Part. to do it. Yeah. You, you got. So mm -hmm. now you need to walk in that confidence, mm -hmm. Jeremiah. Don't say you are a child. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, Lord. 
I am but a youth. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said, no, you're not. Don't say that. Yeah. Then he wants to know what he sees. He said, Jeremiah, what do yeah. you see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, and, and, oh, this is so good. Yeah. As you're on this point, mm -hmm. when you pre-approve, what do you see? Mm -hmm. Do you, you have to see something Yeah, you now. see the finalization of okay, it, even on. though you only have the pre-approval letter. Yeah. You already see it. You get pre-approved for $250,000 mortgage, so what do you start doing? You go through your cell phone, yeah. and you find houses in that price range. Yeah. You don't have no money yet. Yeah. You have a pre-approval letter, but it gives you then the, the confidence, the mm -hmm. fuel to go out and get it. So God has already pre-approved us for his purpose in the earth realm. So now we need to get excited about it, believe that it's already done, believe the Lord is our confidence, and go get it. Yes. What do you see? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you see? Mm -hmm. What do you see as the Holy Spirit moving you on this Monday morning? Uh, what do you see? Mm -hmm. Because if you have a pre-approval letter for $250,000, you are not going to start looking at a house for $60,000. You're gonna look, you're gonna match the value you know, yeah. with the pre-approval. That's exactly. <laughs> now it stretches your faith now. Mm -hmm. My faith is not in sixty thousand mm -hmm. dollars. My faith is a in quarter a quarter of a million. million. <laughs> Make your day count. Yes. <laughs> Exciting, they just run you Yeah! Oh.